Matthew chapter 6, and I appreciate your faithfulness uh, to come along to prayer meeting. Let's turn our Bibles to Matthew 36 this evening, Matthew chapter 6, and just one verse, verse 33, probably familiar to all of you, and we'll read a couple of verses tonight, and uh, pray for Vicky. Um, she's not feeling well, actually. She did a lot of schoolwork yesterday, catching up on about two weeks' worth that uh, she missed the last couple of weeks. And I think her and her brothers, we pushed them too much yesterday. So not feeling well. She's been uh, feverish all afternoon and, and so forth. So just pray for her. Um, I, uh, Charles beat me to the punchline of that joke. I was going to share that. Vicky actually asked that question one time. We sung that song at church. And she said, who's Andy? And why does he, why does he walk with me and talk with me? And I thought that was pretty astute for a, for a six-year-old to to ask that question, but uh, this evening I just wanted to talk a little bit about um, order, order, and uh, Matthew 6.33, we see this is my life verse in, in verse 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. You know, the last couple of uh, days we've really been focusing on unpacking our house and you know how it is when you've just moved everything's a little chaotic. And so we've got boxes that are, are half uh, open, boxes that have yet to be discovered what the contents are, and all of that um, in between. And we've been just going through our house, and um, you know how it goes. You, you, you move into a new home, and you discover you need certain bits of uh, furniture. And so we did the thing that I most dread when we're moving we went to Ikea, all right? And so I was discussing this with a couple of our, our guys this weekend, and I said, look, I'm going to budget time for Ikea. I'm going to walk through there. I'm going to budget. Uh, you know, I told the guys I'm going to buy everything online, and we'll be in and out 15 minutes. Well, <laughs> wishful thinking, right? Wishful thinking. And two hours later, we finally finished. And so two hours, we came out with two dresses, one each for the boys, and it just brought me back to when uh, Azariah and I first got married, our first trip to Ikea, we bought a tall boy, a dresser. And I remember, you know, I'd never assembled one. And so we went, you know, took that, that box home and we uh, took out the contents. And, you know, it just doesn't make sense, does it? And I looked at it and I thought, I could do this. And so I just started putting things together, you know, and... Um, typical young man, I just sort of looked at the instructions and said, I don't need those, right? And so four hours later, I was done, <laughs> finally. But now, after a little bit of experience, I understand that you have to do things, uh, if you're going to do them efficiently and you're going to finish off with, with how it's supposed to look, you're meant to do things in order. So I got these two dresses roughly similar to what we had, you know, all those years ago. And it took me, for the, for the both of them, about an hour and a half for two, a six-chest drawer and a, a four-chest drawer. And I was pretty proud of myself, right? And uh, my wife got me a drill for, for Father's Day, so I used that, felt, felt good about that and everything else. And so we, we, we got it all done. And I just think about that, and I think about how, you know, there's, there's, there's all of this 
these things in our lives that if we had only ordered them correctly, then they wouldn't be in the chaos that they are now. If we had only done the thing that we, were, that, that we had been instructed to do, and, you know, really the, the key is to, to life is, is putting it in, in the right order. And my life verse here in Matthew 6.33 really speaks about that, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And, you know, when it comes to life, when it comes to what we're supposed to get out of life, there's just some, so many things that God would have for us, but we've got to put it in a particular order. We've got to have priorities. We've got to have things that we put before other things. And um, yet sometimes we approach it like I did in that, that four-hour marathon of, uh, of setting up a six-chest drawer, right, the first time. And we just go, we get there, but it's just a lot of effort and a lot of just a lot of um, a lot of guesswork, and we might get there. It may not look quite the same. It might be functional enough, but all along, all of that, it should have been ordered, and it would have been fine. And, and the key is order. You know, um, for for us as parents, you understand that when the the process of maturity for your children, even if you observe yourself, the process of that is you go from a young boy or, or a young child who your life is all about chaos, <laughs> right? I've got two boys. I know a little bit about chaos. And it's just their rooms are chaotic. They're, there's things everywhere. It makes no sense. And yet you, what you want to do is you, you want to bring along these, these children right to some sort of maturity where there's an order in their life. And that's how you observe maturity, right? You look around and you start to look at, uh, you look at uh, how... how uh, Children grow up to be young adults, and you start to see some order in their life. At least you should start to see some order in their lives. But then beyond that, then, for, for those who are mature, they're able to bring order to others' lives. And so, you know, for, for those of you planning to get married, I want to say to you that if you can't bring order to another person's life because you can't order your own life, then you, you, you better take some giant strides to get there. Because that is the expectation, is that you're going to bring order from chaos. You go from chaos to order to being an influence, someone who can influence order in other people's lives. And we understand that God is a God of order. Look at, look at 1 Corinthians chapter 14. 1 Corinthians chapter 14. And notice again verse 33. And in the context here, it's, um, it's about the, the gifts, of course, and, and particularly speaking in tongues. But it speaks about God's character, and he says, For God is not the author of confusion, and really that's speaking about chaos, disorganization. Then he says, But of peace or order, as in all churches of the saints. So he's not the God, the author of confusion. You know, if you, you're a person who brings chaos to life, then, then you're not following a godly trait there. He's saying God is one that brings peace or order as in all the churches of the saints. That's a godly trait. And God is a God of order, and He means to order our lives. We know the verse, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And so all of us here tonight, you know, you might be dealing with some sort of chaotic thing in your life. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's something that 
uh, that, you know, you, you just you look at it, it seems out of control. I want to tell you, though, that that's not God. He, he may, he, you look at that, and, and God is a God of order. And turn lastly to this scripture, Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1 tonight. And we'll read verses 15 down to verse 18. Who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature? For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have preeminence. Now, there's a lot to unpack in those uh, couple of verses that we read. We won't take the time tonight to do that. But simply this, God has to be first. You know, he's saying, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature? So there's one firstborn. He says, for by him were all things created. So we look back to the account of creation, and we're going to hear a lot more about that this uh, Sunday with uh, our guest speaker. So I hope you can come along, invite some friends. But we understand that right from the outset in creation, there was a bit of chaos, wasn't there? Right? The earth was without form or void. But before that was one who was before nothing was God. And when God entered the picture, order began. And so when we see in our lives that there's a bit of chaos, what that is, is we can't, we can't actually address the chaos without first addressing where God is in our lives. You know, when we look at our lives and we, we, we recognize that there's not that development of order, then we can't address that before we address the need that we have to put God first. Because He's the only one that can bring order into chaos. He's the only one when, when, when there was ultimate chaos, where there was nothing without form or void. It was His spoken word that ordered everything. And so we see that God has to come first. And and really, God ultimately has to be the authority. God has to be the one that, that guides you and instructs you. And, and of course, we understand that the, the Bible is a Bible full of instructions. And, and that has to be the authority in our lives, not our, our feelings, not our experience, not our circumstances. No, the, the Word of God, His Word, that's got to be the, 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 the voice that speaks to order things in your life. And then, really, God has to have first choice. You see, He is before all things, and by Him all things consist. That word consist means He holds it all together. And so maybe you're, you're looking at life and you're thinking, well, life's falling apart a little bit. Can I encourage you to look to God? Can I encourage you to, to just perhaps examine where God sits in the order of things in your life? Because I'll tell you, he's the only one. You know, again, we won't take the time, but we, if you go back to Genesis 1.1, it doesn't start with the chaos. It says, in the beginning, God. And when God entered the picture, then the, the chaos could be addressed. And so where's God? 
you know, in the, in the disorder of your life, in the chaos that is perhaps ensuing. And we all, we all experience chaos from time to time. God has to come and reorder that. That's why in salvation, you, you can't reform someone before they get saved. No, God has to do the reforming. Right? God has to enter into that sinner's life, and then that sinner becomes cleansed. Right? We, don't, we don't ask them to repent in the sense of they've got to fix themselves. They can't fix themselves. Man in his nature is chaotic. Man in his, in his carnal nature is destructive. And yet God entering in and God ordering things, he's the only one. And so I want to challenge you tonight. I don't know where you're at, but I was just thinking about a little bit of order, getting, getting some things in order. And, and, and it's time perhaps to, to allow God to make some order of things in our own lives. In our days, I wonder if you prioritize God. I wonder if as we wake, do we take the time to, to seek Him? I wonder if we take the time to simply get into His Word for the instructions for the day. I wonder if we just take the time to, to recognize that there's some pieces that don't seem to make sense. And sometimes we can foolishly go into our day and without the instructions that we need, try to fix it ourselves. But I wonder in our day, do we put God first? Do we make sure we put Him in the right order in our decisions? I wonder the things that we're deciding. And you know, decisions make up life, doesn't it? The decisions we make, they form what our lives look like. And so I wonder in our decisions, do we, do we acknowledge God? Do we, uh, do we have Him in mind as we make those decisions and we prioritize His, his uh, will and His way, and then even in our desires. And if we get it in order, if we put God first, He'll address the chaos, and in the chaos, He'll order your life. And so I want to encourage you tonight, because I know it's a Wednesday night, we're going to take the time to pray, and that's a good place to start. It's a good place to start when there's, there's just things that don't make sense. It's a good place to start when, when we're just dealing with a little bit of chaos and trouble in our lives. Is that we just seek Him and we ask for His guiding and we ask Him, Lord, order my steps. Order my steps. All right, let's take some time. Is it Brother Drew? You're going to come up? Thank you.